welcome to season one, episode one. Brought to you by My Entertainment World. Last year alone, over 500 scripted television shows aired across networks and streaming. How are you supposed to know what's worth your time without wasting hours of your life? We help you answer the question of our time. What should I be watching? Each episode, we review the pilot of three new TV shows. Life is too short to watch bad TV, so let us do it for you. Today, we are talking about 100% Hotter, Tiger King, and Spy Games. But first, we are going to kind of catch up and see what we have all been watching, mainly during quarantine. Yes, this is the first time we've really been recording since quarantine. So I don't know if you guys have been upping your TV watching time, but I have for sure. (laughs) I have a bit. Yeah, I definitely have caught more new shows too. And going back to kind of my old favorites, that's always been (laughs) like a go-to for me. I'm re-watching uh, the, uh, sorry, I forgot the name of Parks and Rec. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my brain is also very fuzzy during this time of doing nothing. Yeah, re-watching Parks and Rec. I also watched, I think we should talk about it in a future episode, Self Made, which is a, a scripted show about the um, the life of Madam C.J. Walker, who I had no idea about and felt very uneducated, but she basically um, pioneered hair care products for African-American women. Huh. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, it's what been all about uh, been all about comfort television. That's for sure. Uh, we've been watching a lot of Jeopardy, which is on Netflix, <laughs> and Hulu Great. has some episodes too. That's been our like go to for TV watching, and we're actually working our way through His Dark Materials, which mm. I'm happy to report gets a lot better as you go on. The first oh, three episodes, okay. I was probably like really confused because there's just so many plot lines, and then it all starts to tie together, and I'm enjoying it now. Good to know. It's a good time for that kind of show where it needs a little bit of time for you to get into because you got nothing but time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have been, well, I finished watching all of High Fidelity, which I really enjoyed. And then me and my roommates have been watching Barry, which I've loved. We're like halfway mm-hmm. through season two now. Um, and I will admit that I've watched a couple of episodes of one of the shows that we are going to be talking about in this podcast because, you know, I'm quarantined with people. What can I do? My hands are tied. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, that's basically it. And then um, Ozark season three just came out. So started that and I love that show. So that was exciting. The perfect time for that show to come out. Great. And Amy, I believe you need to talk about our wonderful new music we have. Yeah, so exciting. So if all of you are fans of our new tunes, um, they were written by Tristan Kineshka, um, who is a friend and a musician and composer. He uh, makes music by the name of uh, Metamither. So you should totally check him out. Out, um, on the interwebs if you liked what you heard. Yay! So exciting, <laughs> You're right? exciting. We're so professional now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. Growing into a real podcast. <laughs> Jennifer, won't you take us into this weird, weird little world? <laughs> All right. 100% Hota was a... Well, it's on Netflix currently, but it was actually a UK show that started airing in 2016, and there's four seasons in existence, and to our knowledge, well, little to our knowledge before today, we all watched season two, episode 10, as that <laughs> is the first episode of the collection on Netflix. This is a make-under series where fashion eyesores are stripped of their excessive makeup and outrageous clothes and transformed by fashion stylist Karen Williams, 
hair designer Daniel K. Palmer and makeup artist Melissa Sophia. So I actually, I picked new titles for this show. I have a few options for you guys. So you let me know which one you prefer. So my first new title for this show is Not So Queer Eye for the Weird People. Don't be unique. Be basic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Blend in. Don't embarrass your friends and family. And British, less enthralling, what not to wear. (laughs) All of those are great. Really capture the probably most of our feelings about this TV show. (laughs) It was so boring. So boring and like uncomfortable at times because it felt like they, the the contestants who are getting makeovers, they first of all, they apparently go around the country asking different people to rate them and their looks and they all get, you know, terrible ratings, obviously, because they need a makeover. So that was uncomfortable. And the way they presented that to the contestants was so awkward. They kind of were just like, oh, that's, that's not good. Yeah. (laughs) It was like no reaction and just kind of sad. Yeah. You got a (laughs) 2.5 out of 10. But don't worry, your average when we went up and down the country was (laughs) Was 3 out of 10. It's so like the entire, even just the bones of the show and the like the pitch of the show gives me the heebie-jeebies, and it's yeah, just yeah. I, I I didn't love it from the start. I <laughs> was hoping it was going to be so much more, you guys. I really was, and it was not. So they have one. The first, it's like all these contestants have some sort of very outlandish, maybe like hobby character they dress as. I don't. So the first woman, mm-hmm. her like style icon is Pamela Anderson. So that's who she kind of dresses like she kind of looks like she's from the 90s and has the big boobs and the brassy blonde hair and the second guy was he looks like a like a goth raver dude like he had the wig on and the leather coat and all that which in their social circles if they have friends who have similar interests to them they probably don't seem that weird they just have that like one normal family member that I guess nominates them Pamela Anderson thing is pretty like abnormal yeah she's been dressing like that for 10 years Yes, she did. She wants to change, doesn't really know how to. And she even admitted that it's kind of like a mask to hide behind, which was also just uncomfortable. She was also beautiful. Like, yeah, she was beautiful. gorgeous. Also, like, and like they had something there with with her not being comfortable in her skin. They could have gone in the vein of Queer Eye and like really delved into, let's have a therapy session about yeah, why. But it was very shallow. Fashion designer. Yeah. <laughs> they had a fashion yes. designer talk to her about what was wrong with her. Yeah, it I was, was too, also too really hated the guy who does, does the hair. Yeah. First of all, in every single scene, he was like dramatically moving his hair head back and forth so his hair would wave, mm-hmm. like trying to fall over and then like whip it and I was like, what is happening? This show is not about you. <laughs> all I, I all not, three of them yeah. are horrible. Yes. I hate oh, all yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. They were all awful. I don't know. It was like they were trying. I guess it was 2016. Uh, they were trying to make a new Queer Eye, trying to do like a what not to wear thing. But I don't know. It just like they didn't overhaul like their whole wardrobe. They were like, oh, here's one new outfit for you. And like, <laughs> yeah, how great. Here you get a haircut and a new outfit. Woo! Will, you like fill in your eyebrows a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and part of me was wondering, too, like if those people really do like how they were dressing they're just gonna go right back to it yeah it didn't teach them it wasn't tan france teaching them how to shop it wasn't jonathan like teaching them how to style their hair and like i don't know it just seemed pointless i did like that they did at the end of it they did like we followed up with them after a few months Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like nothing had really changed (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) i feel the show as a whole makes me feel sad and uncomfortable at the same time and i don't know how those two things happened so i think it's safe to say we would not recommend this show for your quarantine binge no look elsewhere 
there. Quarantine. Not worth it. <laughs> You've been warned. Onto Tiger King, which has become a viral sensation. Yeah, I'm sure everyone mm-hmm. who's tuning into this has probably watched it already. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it premiered on March 20th of 2020, and it can be seen on Netflix. It follows Joe Exotic and the wild world of big cats. Just saying it like that makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm, I am vaguely interested in animal conservationists. So I was intrigued on that point. And then it just kind of delved into this ridiculous, crazy world. Yes, especially because this pretty much has nothing to do with animal conservation. No. <laughs> no. You guys, this show made me so upset and angry last night. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I know you have a cat. Well, Is that was, why? Well, I have a problem, as I think I've talked about before. I have a problem with watching anything where like animals get hurt or mm-hmm. bad situation my comments on this i reread them today and it just sounds like i'm devolving it's like it's <laughs> made me so upset people are terrible this is killing my spirit i'm too upset <laughs> i don't want to give these people oh. any more of my attention that's how i kind of felt that i was like i know this is a big deal online and it's vaguely interesting to hear about this insular world but also i don't want to give them any more attention because you can tell that they're the kind of people that feed off of that and i was like Mm -hmm. i'm I'm done but i know other people are loving it and Mm -hmm. i i see the draw it's like it's like a true crime type of draw right where you just like can't stop looking at it but people were so upset about like the ted bundy documentary being like why is this guy getting attention like why Mm -hmm. aren't people also Mm -hmm. upset about these crazy people getting attention different though Mm -hmm. than like ted Ted Bundy was a murderer that thrived off of, like, basically did everything he did because he wanted, to, and, want, and like, left hints because he wanted to be known. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and not to, like, spoil anything, but most of these people are, like, in jail or, um, you know, this is going to drastically impact people going to these places because mm-hmm. of all the negativity that it, like, is coming out of it. Most of them probably will not be around for much longer. Okay. <laughs> from a story, least, yeah. from, like, a storytelling perspective, too, though, I had an issue with this show overall of like they Mm. laid out what happens in the first few minutes and it would have been so I watched this with my family and uh one of my family members walked in like 10 or 15 minutes late and then was shocked to have the five five years later to see the the update and it's like see that's how this should have been told those first five Mm. or ten minutes should never have been apart it would have been so much better to be like here's we're setting the stage now fast forward here's what's happening yeah especially because it's not something people know a lot about so like you wouldn't necessarily know going into watching it that he's in prison it would be like oh i can't believe this exists how is this guy Mm -hmm. getting away with this and then later they would have the like and now he's in prison you're like oh i get it now (laughs) Right. Mm. It would have kept me more interested it, in watching. I just find it so fascinating. These these types of people who are so incredibly obsessed with something and profiting off something, but think they're doing like the the best thing, but then they treat people like crap and have all these like past traumas that's somewhat guiding and like leading them into it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was fascinating. Okay. And just wild to think that people around the country are like this. Like all these types of things. Things exist everywhere, like in every state. Oh, yeah. yeah. Insane to think about. <laughs> I mean, in my own life, like I, so my sister works for a nonprofit garden and animal house and she asked one of her educator friends so for people obsessed with tiger king what can Mm -hmm. they do what what can they do to stop this or what are your thoughts and he said no need to like completely you know attack yourself for ever participating in any of this unknowingly but just 
maybe go back through your photos. And if you have ever taken a photo touching an animal, just take it down at, mm-hmm. at one of those places or just be aware that if, if you've ever been to a zoo that lets you hold the animals, it might be similar to Joe and his tigers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them aren't like, at least in the US, aren't like rehab centers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they, like even, even Carol, who kind of claims hers is, uh, that, yeah mm-hmm. suspicious i actually got <laughs> everybody yeah when mm-hmm. we went to thailand we went to like an elephant con- an elephant conservation park and they sent us the sweetest email yesterday i got it and it was like we have mm-hmm. we're you know still caring for all seven of our elephants here and we just wanted to check in with you and see how you're doing and send you some pictures Aww. of the elephants to help make your day <laughs> and i was like this is just so nice <laughs> which also so made sweet. me mad because the guy was riding an elephant in this first episode and I was like you're not supposed to ride elephant no well that was like the smarter version of Joe yeah right supposed to be the not as bad person what Mm. so when was this filmed do you guys know I don't know but it was filmed over a long period of time Mm -hmm. yeah because yeah it covers quite a lot of events but I think it also is made easier by the fact that Joe Exotic had his own reality tv show so they had access to basically what she posted every single night so yeah yeah, they had a lot of content to work with they they started making this document they had to have started making this documentary before he went to prison right yeah because it was four years before any of that yeah they they kind of address it at one point he says like i just started making this documentary on this crazy guy yeah okay okay yeah i don't know i i won't be watching anymore but I understand why people like it. Wow. Hopefully something good comes from it. Not yes. that just yeah. this guy gets yeah. a lot of attention and can make money off it. Somehow. Hopefully yeah. all of the yeah. money that he claims to give to conservationist programs will actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> or people will, I mean, not from him. I mean, like people will be fueled to give to conservationist programs. Yeah. Maybe. How many, how much of it have you watched, Amy? Did you watch all of it? No, I've seen three episodes. Okay so far okay. it gets better and better i think with each episode just Ooh. because they focus on lots of different parks and not just joe exotic mm-hmm. um and their treatment of like staff as well okay which was pretty terrible yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so because i was kind of wondering what was going to happen after that first like how can this be a seven part right. series <laughs> but um yeah they they cover a lot of things so that's how it's mm. and it's weird it's real weird yeah <laughs> all of it yeah that's what i've heard it yeah. just kind of devolves and just gets stranger and stranger and that's why you can't look away i may go back to it we'll see Allie, was your family like did your parents like it i think so i think they actually they they wanted to see it the next day they're like let's watch the next episode whereas i wanted to go back to watching parks and rec or (laughs) self-made all right Um, well with that amy do you want to take us into some spy games oh yeah which i keep referring to as the spy and i'm like no that's not yeah, <laughs> covered like several episodes ago. Um, very different. So, Spy Games is a reality competition show which premiered on Bravo um, on January 20th. And the basic premise is that 10 contestants are competing for $1,000, which they can win by being the contestant who shows the judges that they have what it takes to be a spy. (laughs) So in each episode, the contestants compete in a challenge that shows that they can demonstrate or do a certain spy skill. And this program, they say, although 
I have questions about, yeah. um, <laughs> was based off the World War II government program Station S, which apparently <laughs> is what these spies in training had to go through in order to complete the program. Um, and so after the challenge, the contestants are sort of graded on how they did. There's the best one. And then the two worst performers have to be interrogated in a very pathetic interrogation <laughs> before being eliminated. And my favorite thing in the world was that this, like, let's, do you really think that this was a real challenge that spies had to go to? They had to go to a gala in a fancy ball gown that they had slept in in the woods the night before and try to get a phone number. And that was their challenge. Amy, sometimes when you're a spy, you might be on your way to a gala and then hear <laughs> from an informant that they have something for you. And then you have to go meet them in the woods. But then you don't have time to change. You have to go straight to the gala afterwards. <laughs> they mm -hmm. took the idea of this mission and then mm -hmm. just ran with it. Yes, yes, and exactly. And we're like, oh, high stress situation. How will they handle it? It's like, <laughs> but this show felt like the filming of it felt like it was the like the crew from one of the Real Housewives shows filming a reality mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. It was so <laughs> trashy, dramatic that yeah, it was very entertaining. Yeah, I I thought it was very like it was bad, but also I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, I don't know that I would go back to seek it out to watch again. But if it was like mm -hmm. if the next like if episode two had just started immediately and started playing i probably would have just kept watching it exactly. the show like all these contestants are living in the same house they're all they're they all have no qualifications to make them an actual spy and we found out like halfway through from somebody talking to the camera that the prize is a hundred thousand dollars which is like nothing in prize money no, they, they they announced they it. did they did okay mm -hmm. i didn't yeah. hear that so yeah but it's not a lot of money okay no. it's nothing and yeah. So they're all there. Very low they're all there, like attractive people. They kicked off the one guy. Oh, spoiler! They kicked off the <laughs> yeah. one guy who was not young and attractive, and yeah. now everyone else is going to devolve. And it looks like there's like fist fights that are going to start happening. People are like yeah. flirting with each other. I don't know. And kept George. Who did he sleep with to be on this show? He is oh my the gosh. dumbest. What a creep. He's the guy. Oh, I know. He is creepy. He got kicked off Tinder, so I don't care. Yeah, him. I was like, what I, do you I do to get kicked why. off Tinder? <laughs> yeah, so each of the contestants have, like, a secret that they're not telling anybody else about, and I guess they're given clues that those secrets exist, and you have to kind of identify who those people are. So I, they didn't really explain what happens if you figure that out. No. It was just, like... I think that's next episode. There was challenge yeah there was very Maybe little so. premise okay. given it was just kind of like no it was just like they were all standing in a room and then suddenly they were all going camping we didn't get much introduction for like who these people really were because mm. it's because they're all nobodies they're all just people who know somebody yeah. on production somehow i also wanted you... to know an introduction about the host yeah the wet noodle mm -hmm. wet noodle of a host oh my god yeah i was looking it up later and was like the host is mia something something and i was like i don't i saw a picture i was like i honestly don't even remember this person that's how unmemorable she is and she's just a model i couldn't mm -hmm. even picture her face if like right now i have no oh. idea what she looks like and the the three judges are apparently like former agents and secret service members but they don't look like the cream of the crop no they're like <laughs> to me. retired or were dismissed or something so like, like get the guy from mcmillions yeah he was an fbi well, agent he's still he's still an fbi agent but yeah like, if you're casting at least go for personality yeah, yeah. or at least if did you... it's gonna be so terrible just like lie hire some actor that has more personality did you guys see the 
TV show whodunit. It's like a murdery mystery show where they're all in this mansion and there's a like a contestant gets murdered each episode. Like a real life clue. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it reminded me so much of this. It's it's better because everyone has a lot more personality and the host is like ridiculous and so funny. Yeah. Um, but if you like to done it, this is up your alley, which I feel like is a very small portion of the population. But there you go. I also used to watch Still. a show called Did you guys watch The Mole? Yes, like they have yes, celebrity of mole? yes, yes. I thought it was gonna be like that. Yeah. Uh, me too, because the guy who created this created the mole. Oh, oh really? that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we loved yeah, the and, mole uh, back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The reason I wanted to watch this is because the uh, one of the executive producers used to be the showrunner for Survivor. So I thought, oh, okay. oh maybe there'll be something more strategy. But yeah. <laughs> there is good bones, but it was just like there were moments that were poorly planned and mm-hmm. no setup given, which could have been network notes. But also, yeah, just oh. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they needed to give the character something more about the character, so mm-hmm. they feel like you didn't really know them and they weren't that interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe better casting. <laughs> yeah, we needed like a like how Big Brother or any of those shows does like a little intro for each one. It's like mm-hmm. for my day job, I do this or that, and then I have a family or blah blah blah. But I don't. I think all of these people are probably single, mm-hmm. and they're all just put there to cause drama. Which yeah, which yeah. in some moods I'm down for. I would yep. sit and watch yep. all those if they it's were definitely on TV. like brainless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were each given a dossier that they're calling it at the beginning, which is basically a a big notebook with everyone's picture in it that they are supposed to like take notes about other contestants with of things but that basically just turned into like diaries yeah yes and now she's a little emotional starting to steal them from each other to try to read them and uh george left his in the car so he got chided for leaving his in the car george really should have gone right i don't know why they kept him i think they just figured he was more attractive i don't know i think so i think they kept him because he's gonna keep being an idiot and they like exactly providing i think they're just eliminating based on who's gonna be better tv but i i would recommend this for a quarantine show (laughs) I was about to say, as horrible as it was, I might yeah. watch it. It's, a- it's it's fun. I at least want to know who yeah. wins. It's end. distracting. Like yep. it'd be a it'd be a good like afternoon marathon. I don't think there's that many episodes. Like, no, though, no, there's eight. not. The only thing is that it's hard to watch if you don't have cable. Yeah. You can watch it on NBC, but NBC uses a credit system now, and you have to use a credit per yeah. episode, and you're only given three credits. You're only given three credits. An and what I learned today is that yeah. if the video doesn't load when you click it, and you have to refresh the page to get the video to load their credit oh it's oh, terrible but you can just make enough email addresses and make new that is true but why are they making it so hard to watch their content it That's doesn't make stupid. sense nowadays you should have your content open so no. that people will watch and you can get advertisers on your shows like especially if you're a network show that already is yeah free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they want yeah, uh, I get it they want to be able to pay for whatever streaming although i guess nbc doesn't do they have a streaming so no, well and what's tricky about it too is it's not nbc you have to have bravo because i tried my brother's uh cable login and he doesn't have bravo so i couldn't watch it and i couldn't mm-hmm. get my parents cable login to work either so i had to use the credit if you do have a cable yeah. login though that's how i just watched it from bravo tv.com but i have I think you can go on hulu and pay 60 dollars do not recommend Oof. <laughs> that's it's insane like, i don't know why we tried we went and saw that it was on hulu and then we went to click it and it wanted us to pay 60 dollars. i don't know if that was like to upgrade to some other subscription and that's how much it would have cost with maybe, ours maybe that was like to like here. get bravo yeah, yeah. 
Maybe so. Uh, That's it on Spy Games. <laughs> we pick some some great shows. <laughs> well, we're, we'll have more better ones later. Yeah. In life. <laughs> and during this quarantine, we'll try to maybe get some more frequent episodes for you guys so that we can help you decide what to watch and warn you against what not to watch. I already have a, a whole list of things I need to check out. Excellent. So. Mm-hmm. Time is ripe. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any shows that you've been watching and enjoyed or that you are nervous about checking out and want us to check out for you, please reach out to us on Instagram at S1E1Podcast or you can email us at S1E1Podcast at gmail.com. Give us a ratings. Tweet if you like us. Uh, tell your friends. And follow. time for podcasting. Yeah, and follow our uh, new music provider. Tristan Kaneshka at Meta Mithir, which is M-E-T-A Myth E-R. Give him a like. Give him a shout out. Be sure to rate and review in iTunes. Visit myentertainmentworld.ca to follow all of our coverage and follow the site on Instagram and Twitter at myentworld at M-Y-E-N-T W-O-R-L-D.